you found it. A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I am thankful that you have taken time to listen. This is the second year of my weekly podcast, and each episode is a mix of one of my personal stories, music from a variety of Canadian artists, and concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy the episode, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. The title of this episode is The Senior. Did you ever misjudge someone? The year I turned 19 years of age was the year I was going to go to Colorado for a year of schooling, and I was very excited about that. However, before heading out to Colorado, I wanted to be sure to see all of my family and say goodbye to them in person. One of my sisters lived outside of the city, about an hour away, and she and her husband were close to me ever since I had spent some time in their home caring for their first son after he was born. The reason I did that was because my sister was alone at home due to my brother-in-law working on road construction, and he was far from their home that summer that my nephew was born. I was 12 years old at the time and loved looking after this tiny newborn, knowing it was a great help to my sister who was ill and recovering after giving birth. In order to get to their home to see them and say goodbye, I took a Greyhound bus and was dropped off at the side of the highway where they met me ready to have a lovely visit. The last one until at least the following Christmas. After our visit, my sister and brother-in-law took me to the side of the highway to catch a Greyhound bus home. As I was entering the bus, my brother-in-law grabbed my arm, said he would pray for me to be safe and that I should call them when I got home. His behavior was out of character for him, as he normally did not say goodbye with such concern, offered to pray for my safety and asked me to call him once I got home. However, I was grateful for his care and prayers, so agreed I would call him upon arriving at home. I got onto the bus, perused the people sitting on the bus, and decided to avoid the big, tattooed biker man at the back of the bus with the scantily clad women sitting next to him, as it seemed like a party might erupt that I did not want to be a part of. The businessman sitting several seats behind the driver seemed like a good bet, and so I sat opposite him in the seat, closest to the window, from where I could wave at my sister and brother-in-law as the bus took off the highway towards home. The ride was restful and allowed for me to think about the next season of my life in Colorado, with my thoughts being interrupted by a male senior citizen who chose to sit beside me just as we were entering the city. As the bus drove further into the city, I caught a glimmer to the left of me, and and as I looked down and to the left, I realized the glimmer was a large knife that the senior citizen was holding next to my arm. I was instantly gripped with incredible fear, and as he leaned closer to me with the knife, he told me to give my purse and not to make a scene while I was doing that. I refused as the purse was a beautiful, soft leather saddlebag one of my other sisters had given to me as a gift, 
And I wanted to use as I attended school in Colorado. Then the senior citizen lifted the knife to my chest and repeated that I give him my purse. I again refused and told him that I had nothing in it except a cup my sister asked me to return to my mom. He leaned forward to hold the knife to my chest at a closer angle, and as he did that, I looked at the businessman and mouthed these words, He has a knife. The businessman was able to read my lips and quickly picked up his briefcase and looked with horror at me. Just then, the bus began to enter the bus depot, and suddenly the bus got really dark. I was apprehensive that the businessman would be the help I needed, so I quickly stood up to make sure someone would recognize I was in danger. As I stood up, the senior citizen jumped up with me and started to stab me. In order to save my heart from being stabbed, I lifted my purse and let the senior citizen stab it to shreds as I moved it to keep the knife away from my chest. While all this was going on, I saw the businessman run off the bus, and so I started to scream as loud as I could. My screaming startled the senior citizen, and so after taking a few more stabs at me, which cut up my hand badly, he then ran off the bus. As I stood in shock, screaming and bleeding profusely, I felt someone lift me up and carry me off the bus. It was the big, tattooed biker man with the scantily clad women close behind him. He put me down on the ground beside the bus driver, told him to call the police, and told the women to look after me as he was going to run after the senior citizen who had stabbed me and tried to hold him for the police. After the police had been notified, the bus driver, together with the scantily clad women, escorted me to the Greyhound bus office and took care of the wounds in my hand, reassuring me that I would be fine and both the police and the ambulance would be there shortly. Then they gave me the phone to call my home. I was able to tell my sister what happened as she answered the phone, and she in turn told my mom and dad. It was very hard for them to hear but they assured me of their prayers, care, and that my dad and my sister would come and meet me at the bus depot. I cried so hard when the call was over. Overwhelmed by all that had happened, but also so grateful that both my dad and my sister would soon come and be with me. The police arrived, and as I was being escorted to the ambulance, the big tattooed biker arrived, dragging the senior citizen behind him, in such a stronghold, I was sure the senior citizen might drop dead. The police handcuffed the senior citizen, put him in the back of their car, and then the big tattooed biker told them where the senior citizen had dropped the knife he used to stab me. I was able to thank the big tattooed biker for all of his kindnesses and realized how wrong I had been in my assessing who would help me and who would not. The big tattooed biker, together with his scantily clad women, stayed with me until my dad and sister arrived, and I was safely in the ambulance. It was so kind of them. Once my dad and sister arrived, my dad came to see me in the ambulance, and then walked over to the police car where the senior citizen was detained, and began to pound on the windows all the while shouting harshly at the senior citizen for what he had done to me. I had never seen my dad so angry. Yet it was oddly comforting as I knew that this was because of his love for me and his desire to protect me. 
Needless to say, my sister and the police had to gently but forcefully remove my dad from the police car so that he would no longer be taking his anger out on the senior citizen. The paramedics did a fine job of keeping my bleeding hand protected and suggested I may need emergency surgery upon reaching the hospital. Thankfully, they were wrong, and all I needed were a series of stitches to keep the skin and muscles in place while they healed. The surgeon that observed my hand indicated that I was very fortunate, for the knife, knife had come just millimeters from severing a major tendon in my hand that would have made most of my hand useless. I let him know it wasn't fortune, but the prayers of my brother-in-law that had kept the injury from being severe. After my time at the hospital, I returned home, hugged my dad, mom, and sisters for a long time, and then called my sister and brother-in-law to let them know I was home safely and to thank them for their prayers. Last year at this time, my dear brother-in-law went home to be with Jesus after a very brief battle with pancreatic cancer. Thankfully, before he died, I was able to once again thank him for his love, care, and prayers for me. The song, Psalm 116 by Steve Bell, talks about how God hears our cries for help, our prayers, and answers us in our despair. I thank Steve, who is a very gifted singer-songwriter from Winnipeg, Manitoba, that he allows me to use his music for my podcast episodes. And I would like to dedicate this episode to my dear brother-in-law, Jake Entz. Love the Lord, the fount of life and grace He heard my voice, my cry, my supplication Inclined his ear, gave strength and consolation In life, in death, I'll always seek his face The cords of death held me in deep despair The terrors of the grave caused me to languish Suffered untold grief and bitter anguish In my distress I turned to God in prayer to him, oh I beseech thee, Lord, preserve her life and prove thyself my Savior. The Lord is just and he shows grace and favor. In boundless mercy he fulfills his word. The Lord preserves the helpless graciously, for when brought low in him I found salvation. Now my soul relieved from tribulation Return to rest, the Lord has favored thee
shall I render to my Savior now for all the riches of his consolation? With joy I'll take the cup of his salvation and call upon his name with thankful vow. Jerusalem, within your courts I'll praise the Lord's great name and with the spirit lonely. I'll pay all my vows, O Zion, fair and holy. Come join with me and bless him all your days. This Prince of thine, O Zion, fair and holy. Come join with me and bless him all your days. A Scoop of Life is a production of Square One World Media in Winnipeg. Square One encourages, equips, and empowers passionate Christian storytellers to spread the life-changing message of Jesus Christ through media. We believe this is a message we're sharing around the world and that media can take it there. To learn more about Square One or to support this project, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. It was a harrowing experience to be stabbed. However, it was also an experience where several life lessons were learned. One, do not judge a person by how they appear. The businessman and senior citizen that I trusted turned out not to be worthy of my trust. And the big tattooed biker together with his scantily clad women turned out to be the ones who I should have trusted and who were my saviors at that time. The second lesson, the prayers of my brother-in-law were heard and answered. A reminder to pray about anything. And the third lesson, it is a gift to be loved by parents and siblings that are there for you no matter what you are facing. And I need to be thankful for that. I love verses 6 and 7 in the book of Philippians chapter 4 from the New Living Translation of the Bible. And I would like to read them to you. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back each week to hear another episode. To keep in touch, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and the website www.ascoopoflife.com, which is spelled A-S-K-O-O-P-O-F-L-I-F-E. Not with a C like in a scoop of ice cream, but with a K as in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you your thoughts on the podcast, any questions you may have, or things you would like me to pray about for you.